I'd like to welcome Brick and Nick to this episode of Crossing the Streams. Hello, Nick. Hello, Amor. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for for joining me for for this episode. Uh, Nick, you are one of the earliest Twitch streamers in the Lego community. And so it's an absolute honor (laughs) to have you on this show. I think for those that have been around for a while, uh, you know, associate your name with a lot of the early streams of, of brick building here on Twitch. But for those that don't know about Brick and Nick, why don't you share a little bit about you and your channel? So, um, yeah, I've definitely been part of the brick building community on Twitch for a very long time. I, uh, some people do like to say we, I, like myself, along our awesome friend, uh, along with our awesome friend, Set to Build, are like founders of the brick building community. We actually started streaming in the same month, which was uh, in January of 2016. And um, I think we both kind of saw that there was just a weird lack of Lego content on Twitch. And with how big Twitch was getting at that time, and especially pushing creative and stuff, it seemed like a really awesome opportunity to, you know, encourage uh, and build a community around brick building. Um, so we both kind of started doing our streams. We focused a little bit more on creative builds. Johnny, um, or set to build, obviously a little bit more focused on building sets, as his name applies, uh, or implies. Um, and uh, I just really, really enjoyed kind of seeing how the community has grown and evolved over so many years. Um, I guess really now it's been like about six and a half years since that all started. Um, and it's just been wildly, wildly fun getting to share, you know, in my journey of bringing Lego creations to life. I think pretty much everything you see in and around the background here has been built on one stream or another. So it's really, really cool that I've kind of, you know, been able to share my journey in bringing these creations to life with so many awesome people. And even just like getting feedback from people as we're building, getting lots of ideas and inspiration from the people that I get to hang out with in the community I've, I've built. Um, so yeah, it's just so much fun all around. You have been around for six and a half years, which, you know, in, in the Twitch world, that probably seems like <laughs> a lot longer. I mean, six and I a half years. Like is, old man. <laughs> <laughs> six and a half years is a long time, but then I think in Twitch years, it probably feels more like 10 or more. Yes. And so... I've not personally heard your story in terms of how you got into Lego and kind of sure. where it's brought you yeah. today. So could you tell me a bit more about your history Absolutely. with Lego? Yeah. So um, my journey with Lego kind of started from when I was a little kid. I remember building with building blocks at my grandmother's house. I remember getting my first Lego set on a day that I was pretending to be sick. Uh, and my grandparents took me to Walmart and we bought a little set. And that's kind of like what really sparked the whole journey with Lego in particular. Um, And I've just loved building ever since. And I feel like I was very fortunate in that I grew up at a time where internet communities were really developing and stuff. So kind of around the age where it would have been very easy to like, you know, just give up on building and lose interest in it as most people do as they get older. Um, I discovered the online community, which was primarily based on Flickr, interestingly enough, the photography website. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just blown away with all the amazing creations that I was seeing on there and kind of the community and how they were all interacting and supporting each other and motivating each other to just keep building. And that really motivated me to keep at it. And so kind of, I kept my Lego building interest, you know, throughout the later years of grade school and into high school. And during that time, I started to find out about Lego user groups um, that I found out there were people in Toronto who would get together on a regular basis to talk and hang out and show off their builds. And that just really kind of brought me fully into it. And then I managed to just carry that interest of building through for the rest of my life. Because as, as I got older, I just realized, man, I love this thing so much. Like, there is zero reason for me to drop this as a passion. You know, 
it's really no different than being an artist. It, like, you know, if someone likes to paint as a kid, they'll probably still continue to enjoy it through their adulthood. So why, why, why should I stop? Right. Right. Um, and then, yeah, in 2015, I think it was, um, through actually my interest in destiny, the video game, um, I kind of like stumbled and started to learn a little bit more about Reddit. And I was obviously picking up lots of info and details on how to, you know, improve in the game and just different builds and all that kind of interesting stuff. But I also started to hear about this website called Twitch where you could play with other people like and streamers would invite you to join them for activities. And it happened to be at a time where a lot of the people I was playing destiny with originally were kind of falling off, but I was still interested. So I was looking for more people to play with. And I'm like, let me go check out these streams and see if maybe I can find someone to play with. And that ended up happening. And so while I was getting more into the world of Twitch, which was pushing creative as kind of a thing for people to stream, and I was just blown away that nobody was doing it, like doing Lego building in particular on Twitch. I searched, I searched, and there was like one random stream um, that someone had done about like a Minecraft set. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's an opportunity here to like do something cool, try something different, and really keep me motivated to keep building and pushing myself with, you know, what I do creatively. And it's really just taken me to, to where I am today. And and my journey over the last six and a half years with streaming has been very, very interesting. Do you want me to start to dive into that? Or? Yeah, let's let's yeah, go. We'll go I'd it. love to cool. hear I'd love to hear yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. And, and so just to give a little bit of background of other things I was doing along the way, I worked at the Lego store for almost six years between mm-hmm. 2011 and 2017. So that was obviously a great opportunity for me to keep my passion going and keep my passion ignited. Um, but I went to university for mechanical engineering and I did work some engineering jobs. Um, and so like, I think I carried my engineering jobs about two or three years into my streaming career. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of just doing streaming on the side as I was doing my, you know, my full-time job. There was actually a point where I was streaming, working at the Lego store and working in mechanical engineering all at the same time. Wow. And I just felt like there was so much opportunity with the streaming and I felt like I couldn't give it the time and energy that I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I slowly dropped off of my more proper jobs. I, I quit the Lego store first. Um, dedicated a little bit more time to the stream, felt like I still wasn't getting what I needed out of it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I made the bold decision, but I was also very fortunate that I was in a position where I could comfortably kind of quit yeah. my job. Very yeah. thankful. I, I do want to give a shout out to my parents. Honestly, they've been crazy supportive of my journey in allowing me to, you know, quit the career that they had imagined for me and let <laughs> me try this crazy streaming thing. Right. Um, so I, I quit my engineering job. And I really put my heart and soul into into the streaming. And that's actually when I started a um, live stream building competition, which was before Lego Masters was ever ideated or concept or a concept or anything. Uh, And it was called Battle of the Bricks. And so I did my first season of that show. It was a live stream building competition where like the audience would have say on what's going on and stuff. And I do still want to do more of that in the future. Um, But and I've done three seasons total now. But um, that was something really, really fun to do. I did that. It felt really, really good to kind of like fully pursue something with streaming that I wanted to be doing. Mm-hmm. But it did also quickly become evident that I was a ways off from, you know, kind of making a full-time career of content creation. So mm-hmm. I ended up picking up a part-time job at Apple. And um, so I was working part-time at Apple, doing my thing with streaming. I had a really good balance going where I felt like I could dedicate the time I needed to to continue to grow my streaming career. And, you know, I got lucky with some opportunities where I got to do a building event at set, with set to build at TwitchCon in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to do a really cool Overwatch event in 2018 where they had like a Lego promo and I was a featured streamer for that. Um, and so like a lot of opportunities like that started to come up and I just kept trying to put myself out there, you know, yeah. let people see how cool and unique Lego can be and what kind of fun it can bring to both physical and virtual events. Um, and that really, you know, kind of helped me build up my brand. 
And so um, that ended up leading into uh, Amazon reaching out to me um, about their live streaming platform. They were launching something called Amazon Live, and they were looking for people that kind of had cool and unique content. And so I guess I stood out to them in that sense. And I ended up starting streaming on there. And that slowly grew into something that I could do full time and eventually allowed me to quit Apple. And I am now a full time content creator. So I do like my live streams on Amazon stuff, which is admittedly not like maybe my favorite part of what I do in terms of content creation. But Mm -hmm. it gives me a lot of opportunity and time to focus on all of the other things I get to build around, you know, doing events, obviously doing my own streams where I get to focus on doing creative builds um, and so much more. That is one amazing journey. There's there's a lot in there, and there's there's there some, there's some <laughs> things to unpack. There's a lot of things to unpack. So what what was what were those early streams like for you trying to figure out how to make that work here on this platform? Yeah, it was it was very interesting for sure. I had like a really really crappy setup. I had like two you know just basic basic webcams that I had I already happened to have lying around at my house, and I think I had like. I was originally, um, I had like a, uh, a bunk bed with like a desk underneath it. Yeah. That's what had given me more space in my, my bedroom that I'd grown up in to kind of have a lot of room for Lego. And so I think I hooked a webcam like into the underframe of the bed and I had it <laughs> pointing down on my desk and then I just had a webcam on, on a monitor. And so it was just like, you know, a little cam of me and then a big cam of me building. And I remember I was building something from Destiny because I was still very into Destiny and I knew I wanted to stream some Destiny alongside yeah. uh, my Lego building, especially because I knew there wasn't a community around Lego building. So just streaming Lego building out to nobody wasn't really going to benefit me all that much, whereas there were opportunities to kind of network and make friends. And, and, and I really do like to, I would say, focus on making friends over like networking. For mm-hmm. me, it was about finding people that I really shared a lot of common interests with and would have a lot of fun with naturally. So um, I was doing like two days a week of gaming or, or of Destiny, one day a week of building. And so that's kind of how that slowly started to come together. And it was just like, it was a lot of trial and error. You know, I was just like building. I thought I would do a lot more like educational stuff. And I always still want to do that, but I find it very hard to like really kind of translate a lot of the my thinking process of how I build mm-hmm. and kind of like externalizing that, I guess. Right. Um, so that's all honestly something I'm still working on every day, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was kind of my original like thought with it is that, you know, it'll be cool that people can come in, kind of learn about my building process, see mm-hmm. it come to life. And then also like potentially if I started to meet other builders and stuff and have some of my building friends join in the live streaming world, they'd be able to actually help me figure things out with my builds too. So it'd kind of be like a win-win scenario and like kind of a place for just like open collaboration. So um, that's really what the early streams felt like was just like trying to figure out, you know, like, is this something pe- people like? Do they want to see this? Is it something people are interested in, like engaging with? Yeah. And uh, luckily, it turned out to be the case that you know a lot of people enjoy building and talking about these crazy little plastic bricks. And uh, yeah, and slowly grew into something more and more. In those early days, when you were, you know, going through trial and error, trying to figure out what was working, what wasn't, mm-hmm. were there any things that stuck out to you when you were when you were doing these streams like oh i should really look into doing this more or something that you tried that completely didn't work and decided you know i'll i'll maybe not do this but i'll do more of whatever this thing is um i think it was like really just figuring out the streaming game more than mm. so than anything like i think in a sense like the great thing about twitch is it's not necessarily so much about what the actual content is it's about mm-hmm. how you approach sharing that content and bringing that content to life. Um, so I think it was a lot about figuring out, you know, 
like having a schedule, how long your stream should be, um, you know, what are the most important parts of your setup that are going to have an impact, you know, like, I think it's easy to look at a lot of streams and go, oh, I really want, you know, a fancy camera and really cool, I don't know, like alerts and animations. But like, I think, you know, I, I became very apparent that a microphone is your your first thing. If you sound bad, nobody's going to watch you. So it was right. a lot of figuring out, I think, a lot of the streaming world related things. You know, I was spending a lot of time on the the Twitch subreddit at that time, which felt a little bit more intimate at that time and not so kind of massive. Mm-hmm. Um and just like, you know, exploring websites that had like tutorials and tips on on how to, you know, develop your streaming. And then, of course, looking to the people who were successful on Twitch and who were growing on Twitch, you know, how can I adapt some of the things that they're doing and bring that to my content? Um, so I think it was a lot of just like exploring the world of streaming in general mm-hmm. and then using what was unique about Lego as a strength. So I think one of the first like big opportunities I got was doing TwitchCon. And in a sense, I was very lucky with that. Um, and that I like Twitch was had put out like a call for panels. I think it was really all they were looking for. Mm-hmm. And but I had this idea to do like a brick building event. And I was kind of stealing that idea from what they do for Lego store grand openings, where essentially they build a model out of two by four bricks. And then people can come to this event and build giant two by four bricks and then rebuild that model at four times the size. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really fun and simple concept. Um, so I had the idea to do that for the Twitch logo at TwitchCon. So I like submitted this within their panel thing, you know, not really expecting anything of it. And lo and behold, the person like the main TwitchCon organizer is a huge Lego fan. So when she saw this event, it stood out to her. She thought it'd be really awesome. Um, and I got to do that. And that really started to get the word out on the brick building community. Yeah. Um, and we just continue to look for opportunities like that in unique ways to bring that content to life um, to really get the, the word on the brick building community out there. There's been this evolution in the last six, six and a half years Mm -hmm. from going from just a handful of people streaming Lego. And now you can find, you know, most hours of the day, you can find someone streaming brick building as as a tag. Like what, what are your thoughts on, you know, how the community has grown in, in these last several years? I think what's been most interesting about how the community has grown is like how different people approach like Lego content. I think just like any other content where everybody's going to have their own take on how they go about it. It's been really, really cool to see a little bit more of a broader evolution just because the community started so small. We all kind of had a similar feeling and vibe with it. We all felt like what we were doing was working pretty well and we were maybe not being as like bold um, in some ways in terms of like how we approached it. And so I think as more and more people have come into the world of Lego content creation, they've brought very, very different perspectives and unique ideas to it. And so I think it's just so, so cool that Every brick building stream now really does have something very unique and different to it. And each community has something different to offer. And I just love that, like, no matter what Lego brick, like, no matter what brick building streamer you start with, you never know which one you're going to kind of end up, like, kind of really molding into and which community you're really going to feel at place in. Like, I think it's so cool that as long as someone can find one brick building streamer, they're going to end up finding a home somewhere in the brick building community. And, you know, I like, I think some people would look at that as almost a bad thing in that, like, Honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm a gateway to the brick building community that like I'm lucky to have a lot of opportunities and it's like people can, you know, find me in places that they wouldn't find any other brick building community streamers. But then because, you know, I'm always doing my best to get the word out on who's out there, like people end up finding other brick builders that they really, really love and hang out with. And so I may not see them as much anymore, but I love seeing that, you know, when I hop into XYZ's chat, you know, I, I see them hanging out there and I'm like, oh man, I got to like play a role 
and this person finding someone that they love watching. Like, so I think it's just really, really cool how there's a, a different brick building streamer for everybody out there. <laughs> it's, it's definitely true, right? You have a very broad spectrum now of content mm -hmm. creators within our space. Exactly. You know, you have, uh, ones that are purely mock builders. You have ones that are purely set builders. Uh, you know, everyone's personality is different. So some are more hype than others. Others are cozy, you know, brick building streams. Was there anything, you know, with, with the way it's going now, was, was, where do you see the brick building community going now? Now that we're growing Ooh. at this rate. That's an interesting one. Uh, honestly, I think like one of the big things that... I like I would love to see for the community is a little bit more recognition from Twitch. Um, I loved, for example, like I know Panfranudo recently got a feature um as mm -hmm. part of AAPI Heritage Month. Um, that was fantastic to see. And I just hope that you know Twitch will slowly come to recognize that the brick building community is really big and impactful. I would love to see more than anything a category for brick building. Like the tag's great and it's honestly so fantastic that I feel like more and more people are kind of easily finding it. Um, whereas it used to be like something we have to actively tell people. I think both like myself and Set to Build can speak to in the early days, we had to we had to actively find people streaming Lego. So Twitch's search system actually used to be weirdly better in that you could type in Lego and see what people were live with Lego in their title. Mm -hmm. And so it was we spent a lot of time just like while we were sitting around or like after streams, we would search Lego and be like, okay, is anyone streaming today? Like, can we help find someone? understand that a community exists around this thing that they may mm -hmm. just be doing as a one-off right kind of like how you had mentioned in a sense that you had felt like you were kind of just doing out of the blue and then you know yeah. you realize there was more to it and such um so wow i just lost my train of thought there for a second but like yeah so <laughs> essentially in, in that it's just been very like i just want it to be easier for people to be aware of brick building on twitch um, yeah because i feel like it, it it's just such a natural thing for people to be able to share and lego such a chill thing that you can just chat through while you're building and want to just have everybody know that's that that's an experience that they can share i think that's a great point uh knowing that you know the the brick building community has grown so much over the years and and the the hope is that that we'll get even more recognition and you know you're all you're, you're currently you know you've been you've been fielding for this for a while on twitch's user voice for those that don't know what that is it's it's a way to provide suggestions and feedback from the twitch community for twitch to see and the rest of the community can upvote those things do you you have a user voice post uh you and johnny to promote yeah a category for brick builders exactly yeah. so for those of you that didn't know brick building as as a category is something the brick building community has really been striving to hit do you have like a ballpark number on how many people even like stream brick building now like now like nowadays yeah nowadays i feel like based on like based like honestly i i yeah like you said earlier it's so nice that now like when you go to like the brick building tag you're guaranteed to i feel like find like anywhere from three to 10 people streaming mm -hmm. Lego. And it's so, so nice. Like there's honestly new people all the time. I almost feel bad in that. Like it was nice that I used to kind of be able to know everybody who streamed brick building, right? right. Now the community's grown so much that I can't hope to keep up with it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's probably like, I feel like a good like 40 to 50 people are probably actively streaming Lego every week. I would say roughly... 40 50 who stream it regularly and then mm -hmm. i would probably put on another 20 to 25 who i would agree 
bring it into like their rotation is variety streamers, yeah. whether they're just gaming, just chatting, whatever they might be, but then mm. they do Lego here and there Absolutely. throughout their time. Yeah. And I think in terms of like what I would imagine, maybe even like more so in terms of the future of the Brooklyn community as well, I think mm -hmm. we're going to start to like really see people doing like really cool and different things. Like I think one thing that Twitch has shown is like the endless amount of creativity you can have with mm -hmm. how you go about your content in terms of just like how crazy you can get with doing stuff with green screens and alerts and, and lights. And I, a lot of like, I feel like a lot of Brooklyn streamers are doing like bits and pieces of that. And some of them are doing it, of course, really awesomely. But like, I think there's like a much greater height to be reached with that kind of stuff. And especially as technology continues to evolve, um, I think it's going to be really, really cool to kind of see like just how far people can take what a Brooklyn stream can look like. Yeah, I feel I feel like we're we're starting to scratch mm -hmm. uh the surface. You mentioned Battle of the Bricks, which was something mm -hmm. that you did uh during your time. Uh can can you tell me a little bit more about that cuz I've I've heard yeah. of like I wasn't actively watching as much, so oh I don't God. know as much about that show when you were yeah. working on it. So uh that was like like an idea I had that I thought would really be something unique and really show like just how much you can do with brick building in general, like how far you can take it. Yeah. So the idea was uh eight battle, eight builders, seven battles, uh one master builder was kind of like my tagline for it. Mm -hmm. And so I I did three seasons in total. The first two seasons I invited in like all people from the Lego building community. So not necessarily people who are into the world of streaming and content creation, but just people that I knew was very fortunate to know and thought of as very, very good builders. Um, so I invited them in and we would set up a bracket. They all got randomly matched up. And then I would stream each battle individually. And during those battles, they would do a wide variety of creative building tasks. Um, a lot of them would end up being decided by chat because I obviously wanted to ins like ensure that I was showing what was unique about a like a competition show that's live streamed and that's right. being able to get feedback from the audience live so they would typically you know i would pick a couple of themes throw them up in a poll and then chat would pick and then the builders would just have to build to whatever the theme was picked in that moment and i would often have charity incentives tied into it as well so you know chat donated like certain amounts and such that could trigger certain like challenges so they'd have to you know build with one hand they'd have to build with one eye covered so there would just be <laughs> lots of fun ways for kind of the stream to feel like they were really part of the battles um and then they would ultimately end up voting on whose build they liked best as well so they really got to have a full say in the entire process and it just felt like such a cool and unique thing to be able to do it was honestly like one of the most exhausting and most challenging things i had ever tackled uh probably as a person to be honest like I, I feel like I was more stressed out about how this, you know, this series went that I created than yeah. any of my engineering exams or anything like that. <laughs> I, I, I will, I will maybe be vulnerable for a moment here and even admit, like, I remember like an hour before my first like battle of the bricks episode, I was just sitting at my desk. Like I thought it, like I had kind of everything ready, but I was just feeling the nerves. Like I'm like, something's going to go wrong. This is going to suck. And I just like broke down and cried. Cause I was just feeling like all that pressure all this time and effort I put, and I was just so worried that it wasn't going to work out. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there were lots of technical difficulties on the first episode and stuff. But mm -hmm. once we got it done and we like, I saw the end result of it, it was just like, wow, like how cool is this thing that like I got to like make and like create. And so we've done three seasons of it. Um, the first two seasons again, were with builders. The third season, I mixed it up and I had it be uh, content creators. So I, I grabbed, I reached out to a bunch of Twitch partners that I had met over the years um, that I thought would be, be really fun. And I knew had like a general interest in Lego in some capacity. Mm -hmm. And so I had them do more so like unique challenges with sets in, in that like 
you know, to build a set based on just what they could see from the box image, um, to do a blind build. So they had to have a box where their hands could go through and build. And so they would like race to get through a series of challenges. And chat would, of course, still have lots of fun ways to kind of, you know, make their lives even more miserable than they already were. Um, <laughs> and so it was really, really fun getting people together, having them go head to head in these really, really fun and silly challenges. And then having chat, you know, kind of decide and see who who is the best builder of them all. <laughs> right. And you said you said you want to do more with it in the future. Is that something? Yeah, yeah that's something uh, that you're you're looking at, I, I guess, to pick your brain. What kind mm -hmm. of things would you like to do in a future version of this? You know what? It's not even that I want to do necessarily so much like different from what I'm already doing. I think a lot of it has already been really, really successful. And I love a lot of the format and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's honestly mostly a time thing and that it just is a very intensive thing to have to plan. I'm essentially like the, I don't know, producer, you know, camera guy, uh, <laughs> like, you know, every role right. that you can think of for a TV show, like I'm kind of doing it as a one man show. Right. Um, so it's just a ton, a ton of work. And as I've become a full-time content creator in a way, I've almost like lost out on time to dedicate to that. Mm -hmm. um, just because I have to obviously stay on top of so much more. Whereas like when I was working part-time, it was weird in that like I could just show up to my part-time job, do it and leave. But like now that I'm fully in charge of my own career, I have to be on that 24-7. And I feel like it's so much more distracting and, and it just makes it hard to feel like I have the time to dedicate to creating, the, you know, another season of the show. Yeah. Um, but I would say I, I've definitely had a vision for at some point in the future, I would love to be able to do it in a studio and have everybody in the same space. Yeah. So rather than, you know, everybody kind of doing it from their home setups and me having to ship everything out to every builder all over the place, um, yeah. I'd love to be able to, you know, have it all in a studio with everybody together um, and, you know, maybe have it done over two or three days. And it could all be, you know, live streamed and then like also filmed and edited down to be like something that could be, you know, uh, watched on YouTube really easily. That's very cool. I, I look yeah. forward to, you know, you getting a chance to do that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully in the future sometime. Yeah. You know, you, you have such an extended background in, in Twitch and streaming uh, and, and building Lego on stream. When you, when you kind of look back at this journey, is there uh, any, any what you would consider defining moments for you that have really made it clear where where you are steering this this ship that is brick and nick's content <laughs> um i do think like what like the success of the first battle of the bricks felt really really good like mm -hmm. the overall feedback for that like concept and show was extremely positive both from the builders and the any anyone who was watching so i think that showed that like i had good ideas and i was bringing good ideas to life um and then honestly like i think just um seeing how excited people get from the builds that I come up with. Um, you know, I obviously like to tie a lot of my builds into things that are, you know, hip and happening, uh, you know, pop culture stuff. Right. And a, a lot of the times the excitement that I get from some of those builds is honestly incredibly rewarding. Like I obviously enjoy the process of building just for myself and the satisfaction of knowing I can do it. Mm -hmm. But that additional feedback from the broader community just really, really goes a long way to, to make it feel like I've kind of chosen the right thing. And that, you know, not only am I excited about it, other people are excited about it too. Um, so that's really, really rewarding. And I think in a sense that's been shown through the fact that, you know, Twitch took took a chance on me doing that TwitchCon event. Um, mm -hmm. Overwatch reaching out, like I would never have imagined in a million years that like, you know, a video game like Overwatch would, you know, recognize and see that I had done some cool Overwatch builds and that could mean that like I could be someone they, they could consider for a crazy cool opportunity. 
Um, even, you know, a lot of like charity related opportunities, um, you know, getting to do things like the GCX charity marathon. I was invited to do Dr. Lupo's Build Against Cancer event. Um, the fact that people see so much value and so much uniqueness in my content, um, I think has just been extremely rewarding and really made me feel like, oh, like, like, man, yeah, like, you know what? I obviously enjoy what I'm doing here, but it's clear that other people do too. And that just really takes it to the next level in terms of how awesome it feels to, to be able to do this. That's great. It really, I, I mean, I can, I can, I can feel that it really just inspires and motivates you to continue to do what you're doing mm -hmm. on the, on the platform. Uh, are there any, any other creators on, on Twitch or, you know, on, on the internet in general that really inspire you or, or drive you to continue to build your That's content? a good one. Um, you know, I think I weirdly look at a lot of YouTubers and not, it's not necessarily about what they do with their content. It's just about the time that they put into it. Mm -hmm. I think one common misconception with content is people will look at someone and go, oh, wow, like, look at that. You know, they're, they're, they're big, they're massive. Um, you know, they blew up and, you know, it must be so nice and easy to, you know, be a, be a video game streamer or, or <laughs> be a whatever, you know, YouTuber. But I think people often miss and very willingly overlook the amount of time that people just put into content, right? And right. honestly, I feel crazy fortunate. Like, if I'm being honest, like I didn't, I would not have imagined that I'd be full time this early in my career. So mm -hmm. I know I've, I said I feel like an old man in terms of streaming. I also mm -hmm. still feel like I've been very fortunate to be able to get to the point where I'm doing content creation full time much earlier than I would have expected. Yeah. Um, is if you look at a lot of the best YouTubers out there, they've been doing it for 10, 15 years. And it took them that long before they even started to get popular. Right. I mean, you know, they really committed to the craft. They worked on developing it and evolving it and, you know, adapting to all the different changes in the content creator landscape. And so I think I just like look at a lot of examples like that. And mm -hmm. even, if, you know, in times where I might feel down about my content, you know, maybe I'm maybe not getting as many viewers, you know, maybe my followers aren't growing as much. I always just try to step back and think, you know what? This isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. Content creation is a long haul thing. It's not like, don't get me wrong. Overnight successes happen and that mm -hmm. can be awesome. And obviously if you can find success with that, like awesome. Mm -hmm. But the tried and true method really of, you know, being successful with content creation is just putting in the time, putting in the hours, being committed, being consistent. And I've been very fortunate to be in a position where I can be consistent with what I've been doing for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's really that kind of stuff that that keeps me motivated and and is always a good reminder that like even when things aren't feeling as good, just you know, being conscious of the fact that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Like and as long as you keep at it and keep going and keep putting yourself out there and keep taking risks, like some of that will eventually pay off and continue to allow you to hopefully keep doing it. I think that's that's incredible wisdom uh that uh, a lot of a lot of creators need to hear. Uh <laughs> and, and you I, I you you kind of already answered this question but if you were to give a creator any any more advice maybe one who's just started in in their their content creation career and they're they're kind of lost and they're they're wondering you know how do i stay how do i stay motivated how do i how do i feel like i can grow if i don't think i'm really doing that right now um i think it's really just like finding the things that you enjoy like, I, and that honestly applies to so many things. Like when people ask me, you know, how do I get started with building? Um, it, like the same thing applies. Like whether you want to start streaming or you're looking to keep motivated for streaming and content creation, it's finding something you really, really love and making your content around that. And I know that 
like that may not always seem like the best advice in that you know if you really love some random niche video game that barely anyone plays or anything like that you know it may not feel like the right thing because there's no community around that but at the same time realistically there was no community for lego in the live streaming world and yeah i took a chance on kind of starting that but i also found something else i enjoyed and was able to kind of bridge that together and that slowly allowed me to kind of build into it so i think it's like if you because if you don't have the passion for it at the end of the day you're going to really struggle to keep motivated for it um i don't know i feel like that's like very generic advice but at the end of the day it is really true because if you don't enjoy it you're never going to be able to put the time and effort and and it will be apparent when you're forcing yourself to do something you don't really like um right so yeah i like i would say if you can find a thing that you both enjoy and can be successful in a sense like in that like you know obviously if you can find like a mid to high levelly viewed game or something like that for example that has a really nice niche community but has a good base there and and you happen to enjoy that game as well like that could be a really great place for you to start um i think the brick building community is in a great place as well and that like obviously if you like building there's a wonderful community for you to you know make friends within and stuff like that and that's going to help you give you like a good foundation to kind of get started to build your own community and stuff like that. is there is there anything specific you would tell a young brick and nick early in his in his content career Oof. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be the worst but i feel like it is like understanding that when it comes to twitch in particular most of the work you need to put in to be successful on twitch has to happen outside of twitch you know yeah. like my success came from the twitchcon thing um it, it's come from a lot of things i've like stumbled upon on social media like i've had a, a weird number of opportunities come about from like replying to a tweet like it's it's so weird that so much of what allows you to be successful on twitch has to happen elsewhere and yeah. in a sense, like, I'm kind of still resentful for that. Like, I wish you could just put out great content on Twitch and, like, mm -hmm. be successful. But that's really not how the world of Twitch works. It's really different from YouTube in that sense in that, like, if you're very good at content on YouTube, chances are the algorithm is going to scoop that up and promote it to people. And you'll, you're, you'll be able to build your channel that way. Twitch right. does not have that same discoverability. So it's, it is very much, you know, you got to put yourself out there in as many places as possible to help bring people to where you're making the content you really enjoy, which is hopefully live streaming. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would love to echo that because you, you're absolutely right. You know, it's it's strange that on Twitch to be successful on Twitch doesn't necessarily mean you need to be doing incredible things on Twitch. I mean, obviously that is a major component of it, mm -hmm. but it's more about how can my content proliferate onto these other platforms that do have real like discoverability strong you know uh algorithms that can share share it out and I, I love that you touched on that because that that's a recurring theme on this show when we hear uh from <laughs> creators like yourself like how do you how do you do better how do you how do you get people to know about you and and the recurring theme is uh do cool stuff on other platforms as well yeah. <laughs> Uh, that you know that that brings us into a wonderful segue to your Amazon Live broadcasting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've seen I've seen a couple of those streams myself, and I I just got to ask for you as someone who streams to uh, Twitch proper and then this this Amazon Live piece. What how is that different as someone who streams? How's that different, and how does that feel for you? Um, yeah, Amazon does definitely feel a little bit more like kind of going into a job whereas mm -hmm. like i think streaming on twitch feels very natural to me i just get to be myself and hang out as me 
but obviously with Amazon, there is kind of like an underlying secondary thing that I have to be doing. I have to be kind of showing and showcasing product. Um, and that's the nature of Amazon. And I try to approach it like from the, in, in my mind, the best way I can in that, like, you know, people are already shopping on Amazon. They're likely already buying a lot of the things that I'm showing off anyways. So I think of myself as more as someone who can just help give a little bit of extra direction. Um, I, I really do think about it a lot like my retail jobs, right? And that like I worked at the Lego store and I never tried to push product in either like working at the Lego store or at the Apple store, but people were obviously coming in interested in those things already. Right. And so I just took that as an opportunity to give the best possible information that I'm aware of to help them make the best possible decision. Right. And so I think that's very much what my approach has been to, uh, has been to Amazon and that like, you know, it's a great opportunity for me, obviously, and it's allowed me to do this full time. So I'm so, so thankful for that. Yeah. And at the same time, I want to bring kind of my best self to it in the best way that I know how. And so th I think for me, that's treating it more like a customer service thing where I can just hopefully help people make a better decision about the things that they're already hopefully looking to buy. <laughs> right. So it's it's more about being informative, maybe yeah. just a resource for, for mm -hmm. a consumer who's trying to make a decision Absolutely. on a product. Yeah. When you engage your community and, and people in your chat, what kind of things do you do to make them feel more involved with the stream? Yeah, I would say um, one of my favorite things that I do is uh, called Viewer Build Request. It's kind mm -hmm. of like a super ultra light version of what I've done with Battle of the Bricks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just have, a, a you know, one or two days every week. And I admittedly haven't been doing it for a while just because I'm really getting back into the routine. Mm -hmm. um, but I usually try to have one or two days a week where my community can come in suggest random ideas and I build them in the moment. Um, so it's a very kind of, you know, like in the moment thing um, and that people can obviously, you know, get to see me take, you know, my approach at building something that they really like and enjoy. Um, and it's honestly like, I think been a great way for me to continue to push myself as a creative builder. And that I use a very limited set of pieces for it. So um, because of that, I have to get very creative with what I have. So it often pushes me to use pieces uh, and techniques in ways that I would never really do otherwise if I just had my full collection to kind of, you know, if I'm building a house, I could easily just grab some roof slopes for my collection and have that. But if I'm doing it with my viewer build request, I may not have enough roof slopes. So I might have to think, what other pieces can I use to kind of achieve the same effect? And so um, it's been a really great way to keep me motivated in terms of and, you know, keep me kind of developing my skills as a creative builder. But it also gives Chad an opportunity to see things that they're interested in, they like kind of come to life in the brick, which is obviously not something you get to do a lot. So especially if you're not a builder yourself. So um, it's just a really, really fun and interactive thing. And it's definitely one of my favorite things to do on, on stream. How many of those would you say you've done at this point? Like how many different individual builds? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like it's got to be in like the several hundred range. Like I would not be surprised if we're talking like seven or eight hundred plus. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it should be because like I feel like I do anywhere from like four to six a stream mm -hmm. and I probably done it like a good chunk of the weeks in the year. I'm like trying to do the mental math, but I'm probably not going to be successful. That Maybe it's not that many, <laughs> but it's definitely several hundred, several yeah. hundred for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've probably witnessed you build like a couple dozen just from when I popped in and out of yeah. your streams in the exactly. past. So, but I, I know there's far more than that. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's incredible. Uh, when you when you when you uh, build, you know, mocks on stream, mm -hmm. or even like re viewer request builds, do you often get questions about 
techniques or how to build or questions from those who are trying to figure out how to start mocking on their own? You know, I I think one thing that has surprised me about streaming is that I don't get as much of that as I always thought I would. Mm. Um, I definitely do have people who are interested and do ask occasionally, but it happens a lot less than I thought. I like I think I would have expected it to, and I, I would still say that's very much the case. Like it's kind of been a consistent thing in that there hasn't been as much of a desire for education, at least not in like the live format. Right. Um, I think what people like, you know, when people ask me, you know, about building and stuff, I'm like you know what, there, it would probably be much better for me to have a YouTube video to answer this question mm. rather than me try to answer this in the moment. Because I think building in general is, is a very in-depth topic. And so yeah. a lot of things that people are looking for in terms of Lego knowledge can't be answered very quickly. Yeah. So I think that's what's kind of made me realize that that is kind of a better fit for pre-recorded long for content rather than being, you know, something that you can answer on the fly. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And actually... I hadn't thought about it that way, but it, it does make a lot of sense when you when you think about, you know, maybe I want to learn a new technique or or a, a style of building. Generally, people will search YouTube or do a Google search and end up on a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. So long form, long form video content. Um, in terms of actually, it, it's great that you bring that up because long form video content, of course, has been a thing for a while. Uh, but then, you know, we, we've seen this. Uh, this 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 rising uh, amount of short form content that mm-hmm. is kind of proliferating everywhere. We got YouTube Shorts now. Instagram has Reels, and of course TikTok mm-hmm. is one of the original uh, places to get that. What are your thoughts as a content creator who's been doing so much live streaming on on a platform like Twitch? Uh, how do you how do you feel like that equates to content now? in a shorter form and how would a, a brick builder like ourselves be able to to build content for that platform yeah i think the great thing is is that there are people doing lego content successfully for short form um mm-hmm. so i i don't think there's any harm in going out there and searching out those people and seeing what they're doing and thinking about how can i put my own take mm-hmm. on how they're going about and bringing value to the, the brick building community in broader sense and honestly i've been terrible about it like it's sure. Uh, honestly, if you're not taking advantage of TikTok as a content creator, you're really not doing a good job. Let's be real. Like you're missing out <laughs> on a huge opportunity there. Uh, but at the same time, I'm very much not taking advantage of that. Like I've tried here and there, had a couple of viral videos, you know, and I have a little bit of a following. But I think one thing that is a big transition being a live streamer mm-hmm. is that TikTok requires like, and, and all short form content really requires constant upkeep. Um and so, like, well, I, I think I find it very easy to stream multiple times a week without issue because that's what feels natural best to me. The thought of having to produce, you know, multiple video pieces every right. week is just mentally exhausting. And <laughs> I've actually started to force it. And, like, I've dedicated, like, every Monday I'm going to film one or two short-form videos. And I've been doing that actually over, like, the last three or four weeks. So I'm working on kind of building up a backlog. That way, once I start, I can kind of, you know, have some time and opportunity um, to, you know, ensure that I can maintain that. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't know how successful I, I will be with it. I've like said, I will be consistent with it in the past <laughs> and I've struggled. So it's tough. I, I feel like I don't have as much advice to offer as I should on this one. Because you do so many, uh, you know, viewer requests for builds or mocks, uh, live. Do you find that, uh, doing it live feels a lot different than say when you're not streaming and you're kind of working on it 
without a camera on? Um, yeah, I would say it is pretty different. Like, I think it's almost nice sometimes to almost have a distraction from like um, the actual building process itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it can be really nice to just be, ha- be having a casual conversation about other topics like while you're building. It can kind of, um, you know, alleviate some of the stress that there might be from trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I will not deny that. And anyone who's watched my stream can speak to this, that I will definitely like get into hard focus mode and <laughs> have to build in a way like I'm not streaming because sometimes the the challenges that are involved with in figuring out a build on a live stream just require a level of focus that doesn't allow you to like multitask, at least not for me. I'm sure people who have the ability to multitask much better than I could probably do a better job of that. Um, but in general, I, I find that like, I really like kind of having other people to talk with and collaborate with and just share ideas openly with while I'm building. But sometimes it also goes like in the complete opposite direction. And I basically have to like, shut out the rest of the world and just focus <laughs> on the, the task at hand. Right. I yeah. mean, there's moments where you got to just take a long look at, look at the build, mm-hmm. get in your own head and, and just kind of work through a, a design problem, so to speak, you know, or a design solution that you're looking for yep. with exactly. a given build. Yeah. It's like running into a hard boss battle in a video game, you know, like sometimes it just requires intense focus. You can't take your eyes away for even a second to, to see what chat's up to you. Like, you just got to be in the moment and, and get it done. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any particular content creators that you yourself watch on Twitch? Um, honestly, I'm, I think I'm, I probably watch a, a lot of stuff that people wouldn't expect, but I actually love competitive gaming. Mm. Um, so I will often throw up people who are just really good at the games they like to play. I'm definitely yeah. a big fan of uh, FPSs. So like one that jumps to mind is like, it's Timmy, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just an incredible, incredibly skilled player. Um, and so it's it's really just fun sometimes to have that on in the background and, you know, look up and watch him get some crazy kill streak in, in ways that, you know, I could never dream of doing myself. Right. Um, and then I, I definitely, you know, love the brick building community and love lurking and, you know, hearing about all the news that people cover in the brick building community, seeing right. how people are enjoying different aspects of the builds that they are working on and coming up with. Um, and Beyond that, I, I got to admit, as content creation has unfortunately become more and more full-time, it's unfortunately robbed me of a lot of opportunity to watch as much content as I like as well. Of course. So I'm a very heavy lurker uh, more than anything, and I hate that, but it's just like a necessity in that, like, every minute I'm not working is, you know, a minute that someone else might be taking an opportunity away from me or a, a minute that I'm not getting something that I could, I know I should be done, so... Which is completely, completely understandable. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. I think that I think the more content creators work on, on their stuff, particularly full time creators like yourself, uh, you actually end up spending less time watching others because you're 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 focused. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone on Twitch that you would love to collaborate with? Actually, you know, and it's funny because this is reminding me that I think one of my points I wanted to offer an advice earlier was to not be afraid to reach out for collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and honestly, it's something I still struggle with so badly. Like I'm always like, I got to collaborate more. I got to collaborate more. And then I get ideas and then I don't do it because <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. just scared of like feeling like I'm a burden on someone or that I'm bugging someone. Um, so I would say like the more fearless you can be in that kind of stuff, you know, the more successful you're going to be. 
and whatever you do like honestly like you're doing crossing the streams like i'm, I'm like i think people would probably be surprised at how much courage it takes just to reach out to someone in the community and be like hey are you going oh, yeah. to have some time to talk to me and it's like i'm so happy to be here but i also know you probably had like you know there's probably a moment or two where you're like should i like should i bug nick or like, yeah you willing to share with me <laughs> Like, I don't know, and I, yeah. I don't mean to project or anything, but... No, um, no, uh, you, you know, I could talk about that very briefly <laughs> because there was a moment where uh, I reached out to you uh, a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. it was funny because I was I was working up the courage to do that because of the same things that you just said. Whether yep. it's like, is he going to want to take the time out of his day? I know he's busy. You know, is he going to want to get on this show that, you know it's been a couple months since then where I was like, I was really kind of just starting this whole thing up and yeah, it, it is hard to ask for that. So I'm so glad that you were able to, <laughs> to, to one come on here, but to point this out and say, it's really hard. It's really hard to ask for that. And so, yeah. uh, you know, know, know that it is every, every guest I've reached out to has been difficult for me. I have to, I have to internally psych myself up yeah, to ask. Exactly. That you really do. <laughs> um, yeah. But in terms of collaborations, like, you know, there's obviously a lot of great content creators out there. You know, yeah. I obviously Mr. Beast does crazy, cool, creative things. Um, I, I'm sure we could come up with something awesome to do with Lego someday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of tech tubers. I would love to do like cool and unique project with like, I've always had a dream of doing a full, like Lego PC case that looks like an actual PC case oh, yeah. um, and, and having a fully working computer inside of it. That's not something I'd feel comfortable really tackling on my own. I, I recognize that that's something I have to collaborate with people on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of ideas like that that are out there. I don't know if there's any, I would like be kind of like, so like, Oh, I really want to do like this one thing in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's more so that I just want to be doing collaboration on a more regular basis. And to be honest, I actually had like, designed my current studio as is to be a space for collaboration. You know, I wanted to have a nice big open space where multiple people could be standing and hanging out. And even with the opposite side of my setup here, where I have my gaming setup, I have it with two PCs. So the idea was that like, you know, if I wanted to invite someone who's into gaming to come and do some building with me, we could not only share in my passion of building, we could Mm -hmm. share in their passion for whatever game they like, whatever game they might like to play. And so we might be able to like, you know, co-stream us doing some building together and then switch over to co-streaming us playing their favorite video game together or something. I love um, that. Unfortunately, I built my studio uh, or finished my studio at the start of January of 2020. And uh, I managed to have one really cool guest um, in early March. And then obviously COVID hit. I yeah. kind of just chucked all that out the window. Uh, yeah. And I feel like, I guess there's been like a little bit of a nervousness and kind of getting starting back to that. I, I, I still don't necessarily know if, you know, people feel com- comfortable coming over to strangers' house. I still feel like it's a weird thing. So hopefully within the next year or two, it'll start to feel a little bit more comfortable and maybe I can start trying to get some stuff like that going again. Um, but uh, yeah, like yeah. I, 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 I definitely think I would encourage people to try to be as fearless as possible. No's are okay. You know, you'll never know if you don't ask in the first place. You actually, you actually have a lot of like Lego ideas posted, yeah? I do. I do. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, you know, honestly, like I would still say my number one goal in life is to in some way, shape or form, be the designer of a Lego set. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I grew up with kind of the intention and, and drive to want to build better creatively and have that lead to being a designer. Yeah. Um, unfortunately I'm not as interested in living in Denmark as maybe as I expected I would be. 
you know, as I got older and stuff. Um, yeah. So Lego Ideas is, of course, an amazing platform, an opportunity for fans to still have that dream be realized, just yeah. in a little bit of a different way. Um, yeah. So yeah, I have three projects that are up on Lego Ideas, the uh, PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X, and then the Lego Brick Patton, yeah. um, which are chilling in the background there. And uh, I, I certainly hope that someday I can get a project to 10K and, and get it approved and be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm the designer of a Lego set. What what inspires what inspires you to like in in the case of of you know like the console ideas or the patent how how did those come about? Um, so the consoles I think are like I've obviously just enjoyed replicas in a in a broad sense over the last few years. I I, I will. It's funny that so the the first console I wanted to post on ideas was the Nintendo Switch, mm. um, and that's chilling in the background right there too. It's one of my favorite builds. I got to collab on that one with our good buddy Set to Build. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was so, so excited. I really felt like it was the perfect console to be brought to life as a Lego set because of the, the unique ways that the Switch functions with the sliding Joy-Cons. And we came up with a cool like cartridge system where you could have different games inside of it and stuff. And I posted that like the same week that the Lego Nintendo Entertainment System was announced. Right. And it was like, oh man, like I clearly <laughs> on the right track here. Yeah, They yeah. just beat me to the punch with a different thing. So, you know, I don't know why it took me so long to get around to doing the PS5 and Xbox. Um, but, you know, I just had the realization like, oh, PlayStation's never done anything with Lego. Xbox has never done anything with Lego. Yeah. You know, maybe them having seen the success, hopefully that Nintendo's had with it, they might yeah. have some interest too. So let me get these projects out there and see if the interest is there. So, and I will throw out for like the brick patent. I'm not going to lie. Like I spent a lot of time looking at a lot of the past projects you know what had been successful why was it successful mm-hmm. what gaps are there in like what projects have existed and been approved that like lego fans would would you know be attracted to and be interested in and right. so you know i realized lego has obviously moved into a lot of kind of like home decor and art related things and it was like what's something that's uniquely lego but can also fit into that category of like something awesome to have on display that's not just like a cool lego build in the traditional sense of like yeah i've got like the tall neck here i've got an iron man or whatever right like yeah. so the brick patent was something i'm like this is something a lot of fans resonate with and really love and feel connected to and it's you know really the starting point of what made lego what it is so i was like if you if i can bring this to life in a cool 3d form um and make the build really unique and interesting and have it be an awesome art piece as well. Like yeah. that would be, you know, a winning formula. I love it. I love that patent. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that patent builds great. I like it too. And, I, and of all the projects I've done so far, like, well, the support hasn't maybe been there as much as I would have hoped. Uh, yeah. I'm still going to be doing everything I can to ensure I get that project to 10K because I think by far that has the best shot of becoming an actual Lego set. Oh, yeah. I'll link those in in the in the VOD and uh, that is super kind of you. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, <laughs> all the places this will be, there will be links to these these things. There's there's going to be a lot of links in the show notes this time. Sorry, guys. So, <laughs> so you know, there's been a lot of exciting things happening for you recently in recent times. Certainly, um, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I think the I think the topic and the subject for for a lot of people who at least follow your channel and the community you know, is, 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 uh, Lego masters. And so Lego what? Lego, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, know if you've heard of this show. It's mm-hmm. called Lego no, masters. No, 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 no. Sorry. The show on Fox. They have brick builders who brick build, build with Lego. I don't know. 
Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. Battle of the Bricks? Are they trying to copy me? Yeah, it sounds it sounds a lot like Battle of the Bricks, which is <laughs> weird. Why did they just call it that? So shut up, <laughs> man. I want to. I want to. I know. Okay, so I yeah, I know we can't talk about that. Yeah, I guess like show. let's preface like. So yeah. I will throw out. I'm very excited, of course, that I am a contestant on season three of Lego Masters. Yeah. Um, there's a special sneak preview happening to air around the time that this is, you know, happening, which is really, yeah. really awesome. But the yeah. show isn't actually airing until fall. So we are quite a ways from away from me being able to kind of talk about it in a more active sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, of course, really, really stoked for everybody to see, you know, what goes down. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's admittedly not a lot I can say, but you can ask some questions and I can. Yeah, no, I hit a couple of them for you. It's definitely <laughs> exciting. I'm really excited to know that you'll you'll be on there. And I'm sure I think those of us who in the community have always said, you know, it'd be really cool to see Brick and Nick on there. And here here we are. So um, I I. Keeping it keeping it broad without spoiling anything. I guess actually we'll 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 tie it in with everything else we're we're talking about. How has your time as a content creator uh, helped influence the experience while on Lego Masters? Like, has it prepared you at all for it? What kind of lessons and and uh, I guess experiences? How has that helped you in your time on Lego Masters? Yeah, that's a great question. Definitely one I can answer. So um, I would certainly say, I think above all else, viewer build requests has been massively valuable. Um, and that obviously I am just, you know, in, in the moment taking requests and trying to build them, right? Mm. And the nature of Lego Masters is that you are being given challenges and in the moment you have to figure out how can I build to the best possible thing that I can think of mm-hmm. within this theme or this given topic or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think that went a long, long way. Um, to, you know, kind of help me, you know, tackle this, in, this insanity that is Lego master, the insanity that is Lego masters. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely, think that was, that's been hugely helpful. I will say in the general kind of vibe of live streaming and that you're multitasking so much, you obviously have to be able to talk and think on the fly and adapt to whatever may be happening in chat in terms of whatever hype's going on or whatever conversations are happening. Yeah. And you still got to be kind of doing whatever you're the main thing that you're doing is. So, you know, obviously I have to build and chat on a regular basis. And I think that was really, really helpful. Um, though I will definitely throw it and I'm sure it will not be a surprise for anybody to see that. I definitely have plenty of those same hardcore focus modes that I talked about earlier. Uh, <laughs> right. Still exists that never that never goes away. As long as I'm a builder, I'll probably have that. So yeah. uh, you can certainly expect to see some of that. I guess that would be the biggest spoiler I've shared so far. But it's also <laughs> not surprising in the slightest. So yeah. um yeah, so I think I think those things more than anything really, you know, were just great things to kind of have in my in my in my pocket of skills right. uh, and was things that I was able to take from my my you know journey as a live streamer and really bring to to the show that's really cool and yeah. to be and to be clear the filming is all wrapped in everything right correct correct right yes. okay yep. so yeah it's just a matter of waiting and getting to see mm-hmm. it okay yep. very cool yeah. uh slug biker in, in chat asked a very good question or made a really good point here where you can talk about the your partner on the show and how you partnered up with them yeah so um i like there are certainly some things i don't think i could talk about regarding that but essentially um you know i got in touch with casting for the show and they had some suggestions on you know what i should look for Mm -hmm. and i think they're very logical things i feel like if you've seen any of the past seasons, you can kind of get an idea of what they're looking from from teams they want a cool story they want you to have a cool you know kind of friendship or relationship Mm -hmm. um and have you know an interesting history with lego in some capacity 
So when casting kind of started up for this season, I started to think, you know, like, um, who would be someone that would be really cool for me to try to get onto the show with? Mm-hmm. So I, of course, jumped to content creators, you know, being that I'm now very fortunate to be a full-time creator. I'm mm-hmm. like, who's someone who might have a similar story to me in their journey as a content, you know, getting to be a content creator mm-hmm. and also likes Lego. And so funnily enough, I turned to Amazon um, and I had noticed uh, that someone I got to know through Amazon, her name's Stacey Roy, mm-hmm. um, was not just streaming. She, she's actually very well known for cooking and drinks. Um, she like has a show called The Nerdy Bartender. Uh, and she does cooking with Stacy. Um, but I had noticed that probably over like the like a year leading up to the casting, she had actually started building a lot of Lego sets on her stream. Wow. And so it was just like, you know, this is someone who has a similar career to me, has similar interests to me. She's she's very nerdy as well. So, you know, that was something I knew we'd be able to easily relate on. And we had related on and, you know, hanging out in each other's streams and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it just seemed like we had a lot of like things kind of lining up and matching up that would help build a good story for us as a team on the show um and so i reached out to her um you know she thought it was really random obviously but <laughs> she, you know she was very interested at the same time and yeah obviously you know thought it'd be a really cool and unique opportunity and so we went for it and it ended up happening so that's so exciting yeah and so we'll get we'll get a sneak peek on the show tomorrow right I mean, tomorrow on the stream, I guess by the time this is posted, it would be yesterday. It would be um, yesterday, but people yeah, can probably find posting, it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Yeah, I'm sure there's so much that you cannot wait for us to see. Definitely, and I'm just gonna take a moment and uh, hype that you up. Guys have no idea what what's <laughs> in store. Like. Oh, oh man, uh, it's gonna be so good. I awesome. <laughs> I am ex- I am excited as just even a viewer and ex- you know as someone who loves lego who uh you know is in this community of 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 twitch creators and knowing you like that's just it's gonna be great i cannot wait i'll be cheering for you i'll be probably (laughs) alongside everyone else talking about the episodes after they drop so uh in in fall um but i cannot wait uh that's that's so exciting you know we we, and i guess if if sorry if if i may there's like if there's one other thing i'll throw out it's like like just the cast like I got, I feel so fortunate to have been on the show when I was on the show and yeah. be there with the people that I was there with. And I just can't wait for you guys to get to meet them all and get to know them more. Yeah. Um, and just get to see all the brilliant things that, that so many different people from so many different walks of life come up with as Lego builders. Yeah. I think it's so, so cool. Oh, I just love it. I can't, I can't, I'm just gonna restrain myself from asking more questions on, on that. Cause I know you can't answer. Um, We've we've breezed through so much, and there was so much cover, and even a lot of things probably left unsaid. But I, what what I I sometimes like to do is is ask: Was there something, was there something that you were ready to talk about or had anticipated uh, coming up during this conversation that hadn't yet? No, honestly, I feel like you've been incredibly thorough and in, like getting all the things that I would Just want to talk about out of me. You're like, are you, have you done this a couple times, maybe? Just once or twice, maybe. I really, man, I just, I love your story. I love, I love your, you know, your arc and where you're headed because there's so much more ahead of you. Um, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've, you've kind of weathered through a lot of my questions, uh, who would you like to see 
go through this process uh, from the Lego community? Go through like crossing like, the streams. Crossing the streams, yeah. Well, if you're not already, I think you, I think you did say earlier already planning to have set to build, and he would definitely be way up on the list. Mm-hmm. So that's next hopefully week. that's in the works next week. Next week, beautiful. Okay, excellent. There we go. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, Great. I, I will say, like, I do think it'd be interesting for you to bring in some like people who aren't doing Lego as consistently. Maybe even find people who you know, have another focus for their streams, but do Lego on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be really, really fun just to get a little bit of a different perspective yeah. on, um, on, you know, why they, they decided to work Lego into their, you know, kind of streaming, you know, mix, adding it into their variety. Yeah. Um, I feel like you've covered a lot of the people though. I would have told you otherwise. Yeah. It's really, really good. So. I love yeah. it. No, I, 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 I just, you know, it's, it's, it's a question that I always, I love to ask. And uh, I mean, um, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm on the right track. It feels like (laughs) I've, I've got, I've got a lot of those, those, uh, people on here and there will definitely be more. Yeah. And you know, I'll throw, um, I'm thinking to cool in the chat for kind of awakening this part of my brain, but, uh, the buttress is a really good person who's done a lot of Lego in the past mixed Mm -hmm. in with her. She does gunpla. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Banzai Baby as well is an excellent, um, like creative streamer. She does a lot of like, wo- like woodwork and craftsmanship stuff. Um, yeah. but she also does Lego here and there and she's super duper fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, like those two popped into my, like, and well, the, but like him seeing the buttress reminded me of Banzai in particular. And I think she'd be excellent. She's great. just an amazing ball of energy. So, yeah, no, those, those are absolutely great suggestions. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, I mean, I've seen them seem then around so uh they will they will uh i mean they will be on the list for outreach when i psych myself up to ask for them right <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I, and hey I, I i like know of both of them so if you need an in and you there don't feel go. comfortable for yourself i'm happy to assist vouch, <laughs> vouch right <Yeah. laughs> um so you got a lot of stuff coming up in in addition i mean we talked to mm-hmm talked a little bit about lego uh masters but you got some other things coming up pretty quickly would you like to yeah. talk about those a little bit absolutely so um i have been very fortunate to be involved with uh gcx a lot that is uh the gaming community expo it's evolved a lot over the years it actually started as destiny community con then it became guardian con and now it's gcx or gaming community expo uh, and they are an amazing, you know, organization um, that is really focused on having an awesome event and convention for fans to, of gaming in general to gather at. But it's all centered around fundraising for St. Jude Children's Cancer, Cancer Research Hospital. So one of the biggest things that they do every year is a week-long charity marathon uh, mm-hmm. where they have an awesome cast of various creators come together, do these four-hour blocks where they come up with all sorts of awesome and fun ways to raise money for St. Jude. Um, and I have was very fortunate to be invited to be part of that last year. I actually did a sort of Battle of the Brick special for that, where I invited four friends from the Destiny community to do a bunch of random challenges over the course of four hours. Um, and I'll actually be hosting another blog tomorrow. And I'm taking a little bit of a different approach. I'm actually having a very good friend of mine over. Their name is uh, MD14. He's actually the organizer of the Twitch Toronto meetups. Um, and he's going to join me and we're going to be a building team uh, working together to get a Lego set done. We're going to be working on building the new uh, Optimus Prime set, which I'm stoked for. Uh, but we're going to be racing against the clock and we're going to have our awesome friend, uh, Brix O'Brien, 
hosting that and helping, you know, just let us know whatever crazy things we're going to need to do for all the awesome donations. And where can they, where can they see that? Yeah, so that is, uh, it's, it's, the event is happening right now. It's a week-long thing, and that is happening at twitch.tv forward slash GCX event. Yeah, if you want to check it out. And I'll be doing that between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah. Where else can people find you uh, if they want to find out more about Brick and Nick? Uh, you can find Brick and Nick on pretty much everything at Brick and Nick. So B-R-I-C-K-I-N-N-I-C-K on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Discord. Uh, I have a website, brickandnick.com. Uh, like, I, I'm sure there's a platform I forgot because there's so many of them to keep up with these days. If you search, uh, you'll find Brick and Nick. Yes, you can just search Brick and Nick and you'll, you should be reasonably successful finding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for joining me on, on this episode of Crossing thank the Streams. Thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure to get to know you and hear your story and see your trajectory and where you're heading. And and I can't wait to see where you go. I can't wait to see everything you do. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you for putting this together and like just having this awesome resource for the brick building community to have an easier way to just learn about all the creators, right? Because I feel like uh like the brick building community has just kind of slowly come together and slowly built itself up. And so it'd be very easy to like not have the opportunity to learn about the stories of how people got into the world of brick building. So I love that you're kind of doing this and giving people the opportunity to share how they got into this and into all this awesomeness. So thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. What I love to do uh, at, at the end of the episode is, is give you the floor for any, any parting words for those that are watching, listening, or hearing this later. Uh, what would you like to tell them? Parting words. Um, you know what I would say? Like I, I, and I want to know, like, you know, it's easy, I, I think it's easy to look at me and go, man, this guy has it so good. And I want to know, I fully recognize that. Like, I could not be luckier to be in the position I am today. Um, like, I've obviously put a lot of hard work and effort to have a lot of these opportunities come my way. But there's also been a ton of support. You know, my parents, like, I've taken over their basement and their house. I know a lot of parents out there would absolutely not be cool with their kid doing something like this. Um, so if you're lucky enough to have the support around you, like, take advantage of that and just, like, go for the things that you want to do. Um, but also like try not to let anyone stop you and tell you no, when it comes to just going for the things that you want to be doing out there. Um, obviously you have to be practical and realistic and, you know, we all have to have a job. We all have to make money. We all have to go to school, whatever it is, but, you know, try to find and dedicate time to like focusing on your passions and building that as much as you can. Um, cause, uh, yeah, like, like you just never know where it'll take you if you don't put yourself out there. So just make sure you do that and as much as you can, uh, and to the best of your ability, and uh, yeah, just never give up the things you love because that is like, I, I just, I genuinely don't know what my life would look like. It's, it's literally impossible for me to imagine life without Lego. And so I hope you guys can all find your Lego and just go with that as hard as you can. <laughs>